Yes, Mr. Cronkite himself, back at you with another episode, episode 18. And I gotta let you know, as always, this episode is being recorded in front of a live studio audience. Yes, pal, Pullen is back in attendance. He said, I like what you're saying, I gotta come back around for more. So he's in his spot and he's chilling, doing what he do. And I also want to use this time to give a shout out to you. Yes, you at home or at work or wherever you're quarantined up at. I want to say thank you for listening and supporting, liking, sharing, hating, and loving the What Is Life podcast because all that you do with this podcast helps keep the lights on over here. So I appreciate you for that. I love you for that. And we're raising as one. We're growing in consciousness and awareness. So that's always dope. We're becoming better than who we were yesterday. And honestly, this episode was a, was supposed to drop yesterday. But I didn't know how to deliver the message. I didn't know what I really wanted to talk about. So I really had to just sit and listen and just let it come and flow to me. Because I don't like to force things. Because when it's forced... I just can't get it across how I want to get it across. And then I'm not doing anybody a service, am I? Right. So I want to thank you all for being patient and being such a great audience, great listeners and supporters. And without further ado, let's get into it. So today we're going to be discussing adaptation and I'm excited about this because this is something that we do all the time that I really don't think we um, realize or acknowledge or pay enough attention to because yes it does seem like every day when we wake up it seems like this life is on repeat It seems like we're doing the same things over and over again. The same mundane routine, getting up, waking up, going to work, or going to go do some type of service to keep the lights on, right? So, next thing you know, a new invention comes along, a new app comes along. Um, Like, as you've seen over time... All these dating apps that just keep popping up. You got your, um, I mean, I don't know what they were using back in the day. But Facebook, they just ended up getting a, a dating site, you know? Or they got a dating service now on their app. So, I mean, you got your you got your Tinders, you got your Bumbles, your Hinge, um, your blackpeoplemeet.com, farmersonly.com. You got outlets. And the reason why is because people are busy. You know, they don't have time to 
um, go out and meet people and really have that time to socialize because at work, I mean, that really becomes your family, for real, for real. I mean, not family, y'all know what I mean, but that work life becomes important. Like, if you really invested in that. When I worked, um, besides at the commissary, because, I mean, all my friends worked there, too, and I went to school with them when I bagged groceries. So going there wasn't even like work. It was just a big clown session. <laughs> All we do is go there, bag groceries, make some nice money, and just clown and have fun. And the freedom that we had there is, you know, it didn't seem like work. So, But I understand some places, like when I worked in professional environments, you know, I didn't really try to invest myself into it because I knew I wasn't going to be there long wasn't going to be there long so and it's like um I just can't get too invested because that's not my long term and oftentimes in life we find ourselves in situations that are not our long term but some of those situations we have to be present in those even though we don't want to be even though if you're going to put up this this wall this resistance I mean the, the easiest I the easiest example I can think of is school I mean imagine I mean think back to how much resistance you used to put into going to school but you still did it anyway me I hated getting up going to school but did it had to had to. I remember in sixth grade when I first went to Lewis Middle School, my dad tricked me. He had me <laughs> he had me hype thinking I was gonna win an award, trying to win a perfect attendance award. He was like, You go to school every day, you gonna win a perfect attendance award at the end of the year. Woo woo woo. So even when I was sick, he'd be like, Nope, can't mess up that perfect attendance award. Blah blah blah. And then right there in my sixth grade year, that's when I learned that even when you aim to be perfect, there ain't no reward for it. Who's to judge what is perfect? In my dad's eyes, I have perfect attendance. But I can't even tell you how many classes that I would just be sitting there, quote unquote, learning, where I wasn't even present. I was writing stories, drawing pictures, writing raps, writing notes, doodling the teacher's face and, (laughs) you know, doing everything but learning. Unless I looked at it from a competitive standpoint. And that's the reason why my dad had me thinking there was a perfect attendance award. So if I would have adapted that mindset of being competitive in the classroom, just as I was competitive 
outside of the classroom, then I would have excelled. That's when adaptation would have came to play. That would, that would have been a perfect time for me to utilize that. And so, I mean, just so we're all clear on the word adaptation, I mean, if, if you did a Google search while I was just um, diving into that whole soliloquy there, you would have saw that adaptation is the action or process of adapting or being adapted. Could you imagine being adapted without even being aware that you're adapted? Like you get so lost into a theory or a way of life that you think everyone else is so off their rocker and you're right. And then when you want to get that next new thing or you want to get that smartphone or you want to get that new gadget, that new toy, that new TV, and that new car, but you're not up to date on the technology behind it, you're not up to speed, then you're getting mad at life, at the world around you because it's not, it's not resonating with you how you want it to because you're not adapted to the changes. You won't accept that the world around you is not mirroring what you see when you step outside of your environment. That's why it's so important to know your environment. Because you can paint a dream environment. You can have your dream scenario. But we have to remember what it takes to get there. To really achieve that. So you're going to be tested. Thrown into some deep waters. You're going to have to get it out the mud. You're going to have to grow. Evolve. Faith of a mustard seed. You must have. So when I say know your environment, know the positive and negative influences around you that can take you towards your destination. When you hear the word negative, don't think of it in a bad light. Because the negatives create balance. Like when I first moved to Mississippi, I learned my environment quickly. <laughs> quickly. Because I'm just a curious person. I'm a curious person. But um, in school, I used to be a little bully when I was in first grade. I'm not even going to cap. I used to be a little bully. And I don't know why. I think it's because, well, I do know why. So I'm not even going to say that. I was just trying to fit in. I was trying to be one of the one of the kids. You know, I'm new. When in Rome, do what you do. I mean, do what the Romans do. You know what I mean? 
when the Romans do what the Romans do. So we're all picking on this kid. I forget this kid's name, but I mean, he reminded me of what's that dude's name off the Simpsons? Um, is it Milton? I think it's Milton. Yeah. So there is this dude who looked just like Milton from the Simpsons. I mean, dude was goofy, all that, right? And every day at recess, I mean, kids would just bully him. And I was one of them kids. So when I say kids, I mean me. Kids would just bully him. I was throwing them all around the um, the field and whatnot, pulling him by his arm, slinging him by his arm and whatnot. I mean, just bullying this kid. And he took all that. I'm like, dang. What is wrong with me? Why am I participating in such a manner? It doesn't even feel good. But, you know, people are cheering me on because I'm slinging this kid. I'm just like, I'm like, dang. I felt, I mean, looking back on it now, I felt like a little animal. Like, that's what people will do for attention. That's that's how cool it is to be negative. So I'm like, okay, well, this didn't this doesn't feel good, so I'm gonna stop. And I was never like that before in Japan. So I was unaware of my actions at the time. I didn't know that I had assimilated like that, that bullying had become a part of my lifestyle. I adapted that. I adapted that. And that is scary to think about. Like, look back on your life and see how many how many things that you adapted to that you're unaware of, that you didn't want to admit. If that makes sense. That you didn't want to put yourself in. Or that you didn't even know yourself was put in. Then one day it just dawns on you like, what am I doing? That's a great moment. Because then you have the, the, you have the choice to change. And who doesn't like choices? So you could adapt the new lifestyle, adapt the new mindset. And that's what I had to do. And this is how it happened. So we go to second grade, right? And at this time, I'm one of the popular kids. I don't bully anymore. I'm just one of the fastest kids in class. Because, you know, in school, you if you were the fastest kid, then you were that guy. You were that guy. But I was humble with it. You know what I mean? Because, um... It was crazy. Me and my friends, we used to, like I said, like, I had fun beating up people after school. So we and one of my friends, but I didn't feel good doing it either. But he was like, you know, blah, 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 blah. This is how, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, I bet, boom, boom, boom. 
And I guess that explains why every time I got to my street, a dog, like a German Shepherd, would always chase me. And I was running for dear life. <laughs> and it's funny how after I stopped doing all that, stopped bullying, all that changed. You know what I mean? So that's dope. But after, the reason why all that changed is because I had my birthday party. Right? I had it at Chuck E. Cheese. I was in Gulfport. And nobody came. None of my friends came that I thought were friends. And my mom, she always had me invite everybody in my class. So I invited the kid I bullied. Even though I didn't bully anymore. But you know what I mean? I didn't expect him to come. I'm like, he would never come. And then he came. He came to my birthday. I was like, wow. And then I went from being like bummed that nobody came to like totally taken aback that this dude that me and my friends would just give hell to on at recess came my birthday party that was dope so um after that we were cool ever since and i was like you know what man let me not be that guy like that's i'm just gonna do me and if people want to do all that then cool but that's just not me because it just didn't doesn't feel good at all die but i didn't even know why i was doing it but then going through the experience and seeing how i felt afterwards i'm like okay let me nip that in the butt so i was able to adapt a new mindset Instead of bullying, I'm going to help people. Let me empower people. So, um, I was always animated as a kid. I always loved to speak out. But I never did it in the classroom. So, once I said, let me put that way of life down. Then I started having more fun. In school, I started reading out loud and actually getting into the character. So I was able to develop my um, reading comprehension skills at a faster rate because I was actually participating and excited to participate to actually show off like, yo, I can read and I love to read. So just let me read to the class. <laughs> That was cool. <laughs> Not only that, though, like I, like in elementary school, we picked on the kids who were, who actually read out loud and were animated with it. But I always admired that. I thought that was cool. So I was like, you know what? Let me do that. Cause, and if I get picked on, I'll get picked on, but. At least I was able to express how I felt and enjoyed what I did. And it was really a confidence booster. Like, I got an adrenaline rush off of that. <laughs> it's crazy. Because my mom will tell you, like, I, I was a shy kid. But I don't know. I'm magnetic as well. So I guess, I don't know. 
And then as I was growing up, sometimes I reflect back on that and I'm like, man, that kid was dope. Let me do that now. Like when I was in college and whatnot. But um, it's funny. Like we forget how much confidence that we had as kids and so much. And um, we're suppressed so much as kids. And parents want to laugh at the stuff that we do. But they know like you're going to offend the outside world. But it's our world. Let them ride our wave. You know, if we got the drip. Let us let let us let us drip everywhere we go. You know what I mean? You know what I mean? That's how I feel. That's how I felt as a kid. <laughs> I'm like, yo, let's get it. I loved being a kid, but um, yeah, I channeled that energy into being more productive in the classroom. And that reflected in my grades. And that was dope. That was dope. Then as I got older, I forgot what that felt like because of other influences. And we'll get into that in another episode. But to be able to evolve and to really live out your purpose in this life is you have to have the ability to adapt you have to have the ability to change and to want to change because if you keep building up that wall against it keep building up that resistance you're gonna be behind the curve you're gonna be lost So if you want to be that next star, if you want to be that next LeBron, if you want to be that next Roddy Rich, if you want that fruitful, fun, loving relationship that you want to have, You got to be able to adapt. You got to be able to open your mind. You got to be able to at least respect other people's perspective, but also respect yourself because you know what feeds your soul. You know what makes you feel good. If what you see externally when you open your eyes does not make you feel good, Change, change it, or remove it, or enhance it, enhance it, or remove it, or let it be. You have three options, three options, that's better than two. That's a trine. 
But when you're able to adapt, you're able to teach. And when you're able to teach, you're able to build up and empower the ones around you. And you got a super group, super team. And we see adaptation all the time. Like Harry Potter started off as books. Then off the books, they were able to create a screenplay and make a whole movie. Adaptation is beautiful. When you know that you're ready for it. When you want to evolve. When you are aware that externally what you're seeing is not matching up what you're seeing internally when you close your eyes, you know, something's got to switch. You you know, you know, you got to switch it up. Something's got to change. And that's beautiful because then your awareness is going up. And that's when you applaud yourself and you applaud the faith that you have. Because all this time you knew that what you released or what you enhanced or what you let be. Is serving you. When you're able to. Adapt. You're able to break karmic ties. When you're able to adapt. You're able to learn new ways. Of thinking. New routines. New lifestyles. And you attract what you need to attract. You attract who you want to attract because really you'll just attract yourself. Like, you can cook, right? But you want somebody who would love to cook for you. Because they love to cook. But they also love to do something that you love to do. But you may love it even more than they do. So then it's mutual. Boom. It's kumbaya. Everything Gucci. Everything Louie. It's love. Match. So there's power in adapting. It's whether you want to use it or not. And that's really all we have for this vibe. So I want to thank you all for coming back around for episode 18. It's been a fun one. 
And I'm glad I was able to get this message out. It's been so cool, so fun, so much love. Um, as always, please, 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 please come and join the discussion. Like us on Facebook. Follow us. Spooky Visions on all social media platforms. Be able to um, be sure to like and subscribe to Spooky Visions. Man, this has been cool. This has been cool. And shout out to all the women. 60% of my listeners are women. So I appreciate you all for coming back every time to keep listening. That is amazing. And to the fellas, all 40% of y'all, thank you. I appreciate that. Let's keep rocking. You know what I mean? I love y'all for just keep supporting your boy. Sensei Speeds, Mr. Cronkite himself. Pal Pullet! <laughs> he excited. He gets to go on a walk soon. So, yeah, this was supposed to drop on 420, but just couldn't get the message out. You know what I mean? Couldn't get the message out. Wasn't coming out how it needed to come out. So, yeah. I'm excited for future episodes. Let's get it, y'all. Stay tuned for episode 19.